Riding the airwaves with all the queer you can handle. It's the Queer Centric, and here's Johnny. Hello, hello, everyone. I feel like I need to give a name to the Queer Centric listeners. You know, like everybody gets that little cool moniker. Um, so I would say the queers, but that's so many of us. So uh, we'll, we'll, everybody should write in and tell me what you'd like us to call you. But to everybody who is so lovely and kind to us and waits for a show to drop, welcome because we're doing another one for you. We've been having a lot of fun lately. We always do on this show, but uh, it's been a lot of fun uh, bringing new people on. This is, for all your listeners, you don't know this, but uh, we have a whole crew of new interns uh, that have just started with us, uh, and we're very excited. It's going to be a lot of fun. They are all witnessing the crazy in person, because you guys get the nice edited version later. But the real crazy, let me tell you, I always say it's the chaos of show day, Um and it just is. That's just that's just the nature of the beast. So welcome to another edition of the Queer Centric. This is going to be a lot of fun. Now, before we get into what we're talking about on the show, I do want to say again, I've said it before, that uh, I want to mention, I want to take my glasses off because they are so not helping me right now. So, okay. Oh, that's not helping me either. Talk amongst yourselves. I'll give you a topic. <laughs> the heat is too much and I don't care how old you are. So that's what I think. Okay. I want to mention again about my experience so far working with Lacey Daniel at Amy Jones Travel. You know I've been talking. I just, I believe in setting a goal. That's just my life. No matter how much it might seem unfathomable. And so I made, I went out on a, on a, a limb and uh, there's this lovely person who does pride travel. And I said, what can you do for me? I would love to go to Malta. And so my experience so far working with Lacey Daniels uh, is amazing. Like she does not pressure me at all. She put together the most beautiful itinerary you have ever seen. Uh, So I can, I print it out so I can look at it. Uh, She makes me feel safe because it is her job to make sure that you go to safe places, that you're able to celebrate yourself, and you don't have to second guess because she's already taken care of it for you. She already knows if that uh, country you're going to is queer friendly. She already knows if uh, how they react to Americans. All those things. So she takes out the guesswork. And so I just want to say... It, maybe you can go to Malta before before I get to go uh, based on price, but I'm determined to go. So if you want to check out what options are out there, she's a very uh, wonderful person to speak to, and she'll make it easy and no pressure. All you have to do is email her at Lacey, L-A-C-Y, at amyjonestravel.com, and I love her tagline because she says, life is an adventure, so maybe travel with pride. So uh, I definitely want to do that. So, and if you do talk to her, tell her the queer centric sent you. We would love it. Uh, I love good people. I love people allowing us to celebrate and feel safe as we do it. Um, so I think that's amazing. Now, before we get to some ranting, I was telling. So this show is all about joy and the the importance of joy and laughter in our lives for mental health and just overall health. And so, Holly McGinnis, you've been here before. Yes, I have. Uh, you are a licensed counselor. You know what? You, you're yeah. out there. Yep. And we so had this talk at the last time and because we laugh a lot. You we and do. I, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You, yeah, you and I especially. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we talked about that importance, and yeah. we said we should do a show yeah, about this. absolutely. Uh, and then I was teasing our interns that isn't it fun that uh, I have two things I want to rant about before we get to happy and joy. Okay. <laughs> 
I'm good with but rants. We can make rants. Actually, this I don't want to rant about, but this I want to remind you of. Remember, we are having the amazing author, also a sex columnist from Men's Health Magazine, uh, Zachary Zane, on the program to talk about his book, Boy Slut, um, which is a wonderful way to to embrace who you are and to take away the shame and everything that that our culture has put around sex. And so he's on our show later this month. So I want to remind you, uh, like, listen, I put my money where my mouth is. Anytime we have an author on, I buy their book because I want to read it and not fake the interview. So if you do have a chance and you feel so moved, I'd check out Boyslet. You can see a lot of, uh, you can go online and check out what it's about. Um, I love the name because it's already like, what? <laughs> what? what did he say? But when you look at what it's about, it's about so much more, but it is about acceptance and full, uh, you know, we do call in shows about sex and things because I don't believe, I believe we should be sex positive. Absolutely. And so, uh, I'm very excited to interview Zachary Zane. Um, this book. Okay. So I'm only halfway through. It's a ride. Is Let it? me tell you, it is a ride, okay. uh, from his childhood on up. Uh, this is, it's a really good book. So I would suggest it for anyone. So, uh, that's what I would say now. Now, before we get to happiness and joy, <laughs> can we talk about, listen, I have another show, uh, Bears of a Certain Age. Oh, I saw that. Check it out. Yeah, it's it's that. a lot of fun. And we, we started it because um, I'm getting sick and tired of ageism. Oh. I'm get yeah. I'm sick and tired of people telling me that, wait, you're still alive, but you're not 30. Uh, shut e- up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So me and a friend who do who does another really popular uh, queer podcast, we're like, how about you and I, you know, in a funny, in a just talk about the things that that affect us as as uh, these bears of a certain age as we get older, and how uh, let's remind people that we're not dead. As uh, Scott, who's my co-host on that, likes to say, we're not dead. Sometimes we just need to hibernate. And uh, true statement, true statement. So this is interesting. And the peanut gallery can also tell me if they've heard this. But Barbie had the world premiere of this movie that I'm dying to see because it's a comet. Well, and that's what I love about the director. This is what she does. She yeah. takes something that's very mainstream and she wants to make a comment on society. Yeah. So she's done that. It got its uh, premiere, a world premiere, getting rave reviews. Really? Yeah. But so it doesn't. I mean, I saw that and went, no, oh, hell no. Oh, I am dying. Not because I like, like, I'm not into like i'm basic in a lot of ways but i'm not basic as in i don't care about you know but what i cared about was when i saw who was in it and who the director was which told me right away oh this isn't going to be a barbie story about who the director was while i was on vacation we were listening to podcasts and that's kind of how Um, we get to the drive (laughs) well yeah you have to um so i was excited yeah and then the wide release is the 21st so, you know, spoiler alert, uh, we are recording this show before. So yes. sorry if it broke your heart. It's okay. Uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll help each other through this. Um, and so all of a sudden, now that it's been seen by a lot of people because of the world premiere, yeah. so lots of stars, all of a sudden, listen, all of a sudden, people are mad that Ryan Gosling is playing Ken because he's, t- okay, I'm sorry. This is a moment for me. He's too old. And ugly. What? First of all, I think this is very important to have eyes tested. I think it must be a pandemic of eye issues. And also too old. Have you seen this man? 
Like his abs look like they were CGI'd. Yeah. Like he's fine. Yeah. Like, and so I'm. What, I have it, friends who would leave their partners right? for right. I yeah. Gosling. And listen, that's gonna you know dating. I have to let them know. Yeah. Right away. But I'm just like, are we so? gross in our society now that we're going to tell someone who is just i mean not that part of me is not like well guys need to go through the same thing we put women through because this is what we do to women constantly Mm -hmm. uh but i'm like how dare you it's ageist it's it's a a problem that i think is happening out there that we disregard humans at a certain age even if they're ryan gosling yep yeah. It is, I have never been, I can't tell you, this is, this has been a moment I had to take a break at work. I was so mad. I bet. I'm just like, and so of course on my other podcast, we're talking about it. We're going to be talking about that. Oh, good. Cause I'm like, no, no. Because, uh, speaking of having our wonderful interns starting, we, I sent out their big syllabus and everything. And in that welcome packet so is, I'm so proud of you. Right? In there, it says we do not accept ageism. We do not uh, check. We do not accept uh, transphobia, homophobia. We do not accept any of these things. We are are, we are open to sex positivity. If we are not here to judge anything, right? We're here to do a job, and we're all going to do it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But this is this is a an issue. Ageism is an issue that is just getting worse, and uh, I'm. The, just the person to not accept it and be loud. but Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. So I'm going to get contact Ryan Gosling. I'm like, I feel like if we were on a public date together, it would help. It would, <laughs> it would, it would heal the world. It would heal the world, nice Ryan. I'm just sugar. saying. May not, I don't think that's going to work. <laughs> I know. I don't know. But you never know. I've you seen... might come on the podcast. <laughs> I know, Ryan. <laughs> Ryan, come to us. Come to us, my sweet. So I had to get that off my chest because I was so mad. I think part of that comes from a lot of people are, and I found out who directed it. She also directed Lady Bird. Oh, that's what, yeah, Greta Gerwig. Yeah. Yeah. And Lady Bird I I loved. When I heard that, I went, okay. I think a lot of people are saying that because they think it's a kid's movie. I'm, And that's what I think as well. And this is the thing I also have a problem with our public. Uh, Love you, public. You know, love us back. But no one does any... No one looks further than the end of their nose half the time. It's the problem I always talk to people about. Everybody should vote, but please be an educated voter. Absolutely. You know, I am not here to tell you how to vote, but I am here to tell you, do your homework. We cannot vote off of sound bites. And I feel like it's the same thing. People are going off of assumptions. Yes. And that's that. mm -mm. It's happened to me. Um, I'll have people, you know, I'm a child. We know this. Do yeah. you need oh. proof? <laughs> um, yes, I love that. And and it's who I am. But and when I'm in working in an environment with with clients, my favorite thing to do is work with teenagers. Yeah. Because I, you know, I'm not as lit into video games as I once was. Right. But you know, I played Zelda till my fingers hurt, and right. all of these different ones. And they'll I'll, we'll talk about video games. And yeah. they'll be like, you know this? I'm like, yo, how old do you think I am? And they'd be like, <laughs> oh, that's a, don't ever ask a 40. child. You're 40. <laughs> and I'm like, you're my favorite client <laughs> right, right. today. <laughs> I always say, yes, whatever age that's younger than mine that you just guessed, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, that is exactly. exactly. <laughs> and and I've even had adult clients, you know, when I was working at, um, when I was integrated services, they didn't believe how old I was. 
Yeah. You know, when I said, oh, I'm, I'm 52, 53 years old. And yeah. they're like, really? Right. And I'm fortunate in that I got good genes. Yeah. Yeah. I got really good genes. And, but I struggle with it right now. I need, I am losing my ever loving mind. I need to dye my hair because I can see the gray. Oh, and it's freaking you out. It see, is. I embraced I, I mine. I cannot early. handle the gray. I can't handle Interesting. it. Interesting. I can't. It is the one thing that I am completely vain about, and my friends tease the. It's the fuck one thing that it. you don't, you can't embrace the joy over. You no. can't do it. Not no. on that. No. Well, we were talking earlier before the show. Daniel has started stand up, and we were talking about how he had a busload of middle school. Were it middle schoolers or any middle other? Middle school boys. Middle school oh boys. My gosh. And we talked about how. I enjoy, I work with the high schools. I enjoy working with the teenagers, but that's your worst comedy audience right there because they will judge you to filth. (laughs) So, I mean, so teens are awesome in the right environment. Yeah, I, I love them. I love working with teenagers. I, yeah, I enjoy it. Yeah. I was a youth pastor when back in my religious days Yeah, and it was probably the most rewarding experience I've ever had. You know, because it's such a hard time to live in. Oh, but yes. how did it go? Did they tear you apart? No, they didn't. They actually laughed. Mm-hmm. But I had a little throwback. I thought I was going to get thrown in a locker or okay. something. <laughs> you know, it was. Oh damn! I dude. mean, I mean, I would do the same thing if I saw a busload of uh, a busload of middle schoolers coming our way. We're very proud of you. I told him it's very brave. It, oh, it's a very brave choice. One thousand percent. I'm beyond proud of you. And, and he tells me that he did this. Because he wanted to earn those merits to have the person that personality to get. I think I have a lot of respect for that to do those things that help build that part of the character. Listen, you have to, you have to. And I will say, I had a little bit of a, a parent teacher conference with the host of the show today. Uh, it was Jenny Watson, who's a friend of our show, who's been on, uh, because she wanted to talk to me. So we did, you know, I'm still going to be a dad forever. So yeah, good job. Good job. That's news to me. I know. I, did, <laughs> I know. I didn't tell you on purpose, but yeah, it was nice. I just always want to make sure you're you're you are happy and doing the things that help you thrive. So that's all. The only reason her and I talked. Uh, so great job. Now speak. What a good segue. Thank you for doing stand up uh, this weekend because this is a perfect segue <laughs> for us to talk about the importance of joy and laughter in our lives, not just for mental health, although that is very important, but it's Mm -hmm. even for physical health. And I want to say, we just did a show recently recently with Mama Ocean, and we talked a lot about other, uh, uh, I guess, modalities, options for religion and spirituality to find, to connect. And I said, well, that's perfect, because we're going to talk about how to embrace that joy and laughter, however you have found to connect with it. And we're going to talk about it from this perspective of uh i think it's funny two cerebral people one who has a lot of training in being being a mental health counselor but in that we are dissectors we yes, are yes. thinkers you we want to know it are. yes we overthink very well oh yes all the time <laughs> and i want to start with this you know there are studies that have shown a bazillion times over that uh Laughter actually increases dopamine. It, it actually does hormonal changes Absolutely. that even boost your immune system. You know, yes. we've heard for what yes. decades how people will say they had they were critically ill or they had cancer, and so yeah. what they did was do the chemo and stuff, but constantly make themselves watch things that made them laugh and give the belly laughs. And they have always said they thought that helped 
in the whole process. Yeah, absolutely. So these are real studies happening. Now you on the ground, boots on the ground in the mental health society. Have you seen that in real life? Oh, absolutely. I, I was going to step back for just a second. Yep. You were talking about when you were seriously ill. Yeah. You know that I had COVID in yeah. 2021. Yep. And it turned into COVID pneumonia. And I ended up in the hospital terrifying. with that. It was it was terrifying for my kids, myself. Right. Um, but when I got out, I didn't know how sick I was until I went to the hospital. And I've had pneumonia before, yeah. but this was COVID pneumonia. Yeah. And I had no lung capacity. As someone who had been a classically trained singer, as right. someone who plays the French horn, as someone who can yell across a crowded room and get everybody's attention... That was not good. No. You know, I couldn't even do, when I was finally cleared to go back to work, they wanted me to cover a two-hour group. I didn't have the air stamina for it. I couldn't do it. And it would make you exhausted because your body is trying to pull in that whole time. I was barely able to do an hour session. But one of the things that I did to work on that lung capacity was laugh. That's a, vi- I never would have thought yeah. about that aspect yeah. of it. I, yeah, it, It's where I is... started to where I yeah. get more physical about it. Everything was about building my lung capacity. Because and not only, especially to have big laughs, you have to have a lot of air. you know how loud I yeah. laugh. <laughs> it also works out that diaphragm to help yes. push those lungs. Yes. I yes. never thought of that. Okay. Yes. So uh, just side note. So Holly will be releasing a new Jane Fonda type video all about laughter. <laughs> so just get ready. <laughs> Because, yes, that's very true. And because, uh, so as a child, I had croup and I almost died. And then I have anybody who has bronchial issues and it follows you. They told me, uh, the doctor said, well, he's never going to do anything, be an athlete. They were right. Uh, or be a singer, all this. And so what did I did? I took opera for nine years and it helped to build. I haven't had bronchitis in years. My lungs are very strong. Yeah. But those are in better shape now than they were before yeah. I had COVID. Thank, so you've been able to recover because COVID is also notoriously difficult to well, come back from. I was not. I was released from the hospital on March 8th. I was not completely clear of the COVID pneumonia until July of oh, that that's year. So crazy. I came back from a week trip. I was going on a trip to see my family. And that was when they did the last chest x-ray. Yeah. And it was completely clear. Wow. So. First of all, such a beautiful, lucky feeling for everyone that that worked out for the best for you. Do you also think that laughter, not only, which people write that down, not only is it physically, I mean, it's building things, but do you think it probably played a really good role in the mental having, because it's a mental workout when you're so sick yeah. to stay in a positive way. Yeah. Did you notice yeah. those? It, I, yeah, I had to for the two people I love the most in the world because they were so scared. Oh yeah. And I all, was all they had. Yeah. So I had to be funny. I had you're talking to... about cats, right? Is that what you're... <laughs> no, <laughs> that you have beautiful too. children. That but, baby yeah, yeah. too. He yeah. was not happy. And no. I do have a funny story about him when I got back from my trip, <laughs> but um, he, uh, but to make it okay for them yeah. to laugh and, yeah. and enjoy, cause we are a family that loves to laugh. Yeah. I mean, we will poke at each other with sticks all the time. <laughs> right. I mean, on mother's day, 
we were such an odd uh, family bonding activity. Yeah. <laughs> On Mother's Day, we were, um, we used to play Mario Kart oh, together yeah. all the time. Oh, I did that when I was younger. And, yeah. and when I would play with my, my daughter as, or my oldest as they were growing up, I would <laughs> beat them all the time. Well, now we all play together. <laughs> And it's a yes. And we're cussing Been each there. other out. <laughs> and, I mean, motherfucker flies a few times. Right. Um, but we are laughing. And then we were done. And it was like, we need to do that again. I think we're going to do it at the end of the month because there is nothing like. So even in like we're talking about, we we need to understand even our mental state. It's what. Because, okay, so let's say maybe if you're me, I seem like the life of the party, and I am, but it is not natural for me. Yeah. Um, Because I think too much and I have depression and all of this. So it is, I have to intentionally go for what is going to bring the happy, because I love it. It's just not as easily accessible as, as with some people. And so if you are that person and you have that kind of persuasion, um, with moods, it's so important to, because when I'm sick, I can get sicker if I feel, you know, if I'm not in it, it is all about, it's a frame of mind. It's a whole thing. And there's studies all over about this. It's important for all health to make sure we do things. And I say intentionally, because I think that's a big part of it. It's a necessity. When we met, when we did a show last time we talked about the importance of being able to feel and to cry yeah. and have a lot. Yeah. But if we don't let ourselves have, our bodies need that happiness just as much. Yes. And yeah. we're hardwired that way. Yeah. We look for ways to be happy. Yeah. But sometimes when we're trying to be happy, what we're doing is destroying ourselves. Exactly. Because we'll do things like, eat too much drugs yeah. alcohol all that kind of I stuff i have no idea what you're talking about yeah, it sounds like <laughs> honey totally you and it. i have that all <laughs> right? that stuff in common it's so funny People about i think i am so outgoing and, and there are days where i y- yeah. you know one of the things they train you in grad school is to compartmentalize yeah they don't train you to not deal with it yeah but you have everything, to compartmentalize everything has its place Your and if they're fucking world can yeah. be a shit show yeah and here comes your client. Yeah. And you're going to be sweet as, as pie and wonderful. Exactly. And my goal always was, <laughs> and I've done this with many clients, I will make a client cry like a baby. Yeah. But by the end of the session, they are laughing. Yes. I. What is uh, laughter through tears is my favorite emotion. That's a Dolly Parton quote from Steel Magnolias. And it is one of my favorite I love that quotes movie. because it's all of the emotions in one. It's I even I just had a conversation with uh, our lovely Daniel over there yesterday about the art of learning how to build that switch. Yes. Because it's protection. It will protect you. Yes. The other thing that's interesting is when I was in my probably early thirties. And I was, uh, I believe in tune-ups. And so I will go to the counselor when I need to. And and sometimes it's for a breadth of time, but there's no shame in it for everybody. We should embrace our, those things. But this counselor looks at me and she, and I was still not over like my major ex. Right. Mm -hmm. And my favorite thing to do, because I am a full on teenage girl. I I would listen to the worst, saddest songs because I wanted that that moment of tears. And she looked at me. She's like, why do you torture yourself on purpose? She goes, you're just making this continue. You can cry, but you just want to stay there. And I'm like, 
who the hell do you think you it's are? true it's true <laughs> and she said so what i want you to do is balance it out a little like have exactly. a day where it's the the happy pump you up and you know what that day is for me lizzo anytime i need pumped up yeah. i will listen to lizzo yeah her whole album i'm just like Listen, yep. I yep. love you, bitch. I cannot wait to have a serious boyfriend because that's our theme song. Mm-hmm. I love you, bitch. I mean, Lizzo's got the attitude and it brings it up. But she taught me this very important. And I was like, yeah, you're right. Why am I looking yeah. to do more damage than this has already done? Than that I've allowed that situation to do to me. I need to balance mm-hmm. and I need to balance. I mean, this is a true statement for my entire life. Uh, these things are important. So I think. The more we look around us at these, it's tools. Can't how as an actor, we talk a lot about you have to get to the point where you are so open you can easily access the emotions you needed. So oh, that yeah. means make peace with vulnerability. Yeah. That means find that funny bone that worked for you. That means find that thing that makes you ball, but have full access yeah. to your and I think we don't do that very well in our culture is access we all of we them. We don't exa- we like people to be very calm, cool, yeah. okay. collected, not that's cuz they're overmedicated. They are <laughs> Do over not say that. <laughs> people with no emotions I'm like mm, the board Dude, maybe. I take 3. And <laughs> listen, I take don't eat, let's not even talk about the yeah. number of pills, but if you're overmedicated to the point where you're drooling and you can't yeah. feel, oh, yeah, that's absolutely, different. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's one step from and zombie. And that's what people get scared of when it comes to medication and i think we scare them in ways they don't need yeah to necessarily listen all we're saying to people is be smart yeah absolutely and there's nothing wrong with medication and constantly talk to your provider thank you communicate because if you're not you know you always feel different when you start a new ssri or ss something i can't remember the other one um or any kind of medication that's going to change the chemistry of your brain. And I tell everybody, I wish I, I have a story to tell about my mother. And after you told me, I've heard yeah, you tell after my story. dad yeah. died, yeah. they put her on uh, Prozac. Yep. But my mother is, uh, just so you know, my dad was a minister. So she was a minister's wife. And there is a whole thing that comes with being a part yep. of a minister's family. And she took it secretly, and the only person in our family she could tell was me because I'm the black sheep, I'm the gay one, I'm the one that you blew did the family apart. And so yeah. she told me, and she whispered to me that it was the first time in since she was a kid that she felt like she was 19 again. Yeah. And I was so happy for my mother because she found her happiness. She found a way to feel like I'm alive and I I, I still want to be here. Yep. It was very hard for her when Dad left. Well, it didn't take but a few months till the guilt of, of not, you know, her belief system, not letting God solve the problem that she went off it and you could see the light change. Yeah. And so I don't think there's any shame at all in medication. There isn't, there isn't medication and, saved my life. Thank you. Yeah. And it so what it life. is, so I'm definitely not making fun of anybody. I know. I'm on a ton of it. Uh, <laughs> what I'm saying is we just all have to be smart. Yeah. I'm on a new medication today that I look so happy and I feel like I could die at any moment. <laughs> Very sick. You know, sometimes they'll put you on things. I try to be very transparent, but I also, another lesson I was trying to teach yesterday was sometimes you feel like shit. Oh, absolutely. Sometimes, and you figure out a way to show up and turn it on. Yep. And because there is a, in this conversation, there is a joy. I think it's because we laugh. We have a good time. It turns centers of my minds on that I think already helped me in what I was going through. 
which is why cultivate your guests. That's all I'm saying. Like know who's coming on. <laughs> but I also want to say there's this, this, um, the importance of, importance of joy, uh, we'll get back to, but there is an importance of making space for joy. Absolutely. Because we don't well, like always said, do that. You know, we, we like people who are outrageous to be over there yeah, uh, or, or they want to admire them from afar. Yeah. But if I want to access that, I will get you. Yeah. It's a yeah, very much, yeah. everybody's one note. But they don't realize that we're real people. Thank you. Yeah. And that we do hurt. We do cry. We do right. have moments where things come back. That, I mean, that happened to me last week. Yeah. I had something happen where all the PTSD I thought I dealt with came roaring back. Right. Well, and, and here's a side question to that. Does it ever, though, go completely away? No. no. Yeah. What happens say, is, you is get then better you got to get your toolbox out. Yeah. Then you got to get your toolbox out. Toolbox. I had yeah. an amazing therapist who built me an amazing toolbox. Love that. And if I needed to, I would get tuned up. And in like a day and a half, I was okay. Yeah, yeah. And then I happened to see the person who triggered me again, and it wasn't nearly as bad. Yeah. And yeah. so, but we're people. Yes. And yeah. we have to, we have to make it, if we're people who can be leaders in our community, yeah. we have to make space for that joy. And yes. we have to have that joy. Yeah. Because if we don't, we get caught up in all the bullshit that yes. is going on right now. And there's so much yeah, bullshit. Yeah, there's insane bullshit. But I love that you mentioned two great things. Toolbox, all your coping skills. I, uh, you know, we talk to people, so many people in our lives. Um, and the the helping people understand that building your toolbox doesn't mean once you get it that it's all good. You have to practice, sharpen yep. those tools. You still have to use but them. I always say there is an amazing moment in your life if you have kept this and working on it. You know, maybe it's uh, a year down the road, maybe it's 10 years down the road, maybe it's longer, but where all of a sudden you have easier access to those tools. Yeah. You have easier access to that in this moment. I need this one. Yeah. And then it doesn't make you better, but it, well, it doesn't make you better. It doesn't make you perfect. No. It makes you better. No, 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 no. Yeah. No. Who wants to be perfect? No. Oh my God. The pressure already freaking me out. It's. It, I don't want to be perfect. I'm never no. going to be perfect. Right? I had to accept that a long damn time ago. <laughs> and that's a beautiful <laughs> gift we give ourselves that we can't be. Yeah. And we're, I mean, we're operating in a world where we are told what the, you know, this line of perfection is, and we are constantly running for it. And there's a freedom when you can finally say no. Yeah. Uh, I like to tell people that I am of the age now where I just by existing am uh, anti-ageism. I uh, am body positive just because this is what a 47-year-old man's body in my family looks like. So all I got to do anymore, it makes this show very easy. I'm just going to show up on the stage and this is your anti-fat, you know, this is your fat phobic uh, uh, reprimand and <laughs> this is your ageism reprimand this is your uh you know if you want to be homophobic it, you start embodying these things around you because we've allowed a very fine like example of what is supposed to be yes our ideal yes. perfect we're making human changes i mean you see changes now even in commercial media you'll see people who don't have perfect skin and right. who are older and 
Martha Stewart was the the right? Sports Illustrated swimsuit cover. And can we talk about Miriam Mar- Margulies, yeah. uh, who's on the cover of Vogue naked? Yeah. That woman is 80-something. Yeah. Yeah, I love these two, yeah. and I think they're both absolutely fabulous yeah, people. Yeah, I thought yeah. that was amazing. Yeah. So we're getting there. Yeah. And this is what I'll say. I see trying, and yeah. I appreciate trying our generation is not so good at it no but no. the youngers are getting better. <laughs> are y'all listening youngers <laughs> we, we need you to try and i do feel like there is i think it's an amazing point you know when you are younger you have that sassy mentality you have mm-hmm. that i'm going to stand up you have energy yeah. let's yep. just be honest yeah. um and I see that people are choosing fear a lot and are choosing ugly, but there are beautiful that. people that I get to work with that are choosing that better road. Yeah. And that is what I like to see. Yeah. It's a, uh, and it, it, it also lies in the responsibility of us as a different generation saying, I, I get that you want to put me over here. Yeah. Guess what? I'm not going. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) This is not how it's going to be played. Go fuck yourself. It's true. (laughs) And and I think it's important because that's the only way we learn how to exist together. In the queer community, it's especially in uh, coming from being a gay man. That's that's where I can speak to. uh, It has been there forever. The this divide between these men in their 40s and 50s and these young men and how they do not like each other. Yeah. And that is not fortunate. And and listen, it go blame is on both sides. Yeah. And we have to find a way to celebrate each other. Yeah. That's more important. And part of celebrating is finding ways to connect. I always connect through laughter. I had a best friend who was 20 years younger than me for a very long time. Yeah. And people were like, how does that work? Because everybody wants to. And I said, uh, he's more mature than his age and I'm more immature than my age. <laughs> and we just meet in the middle. And it works just fine. Oh, my best friend is, okay, she's, yeah, five years older than me. And we have been best friends for 33 years. It's amazing, and it and can be because it's based on connection. Oh my god! Not on no one's checking IDs. No. Uh, no. You want to be my friend? I'm gonna need to see your ID. Yeah, really. Need to see your ID. And and she would. <laughs> we haven't done a road trip together in a really long time. Kids and grandkids and right. granddaddy and all that stuff. And yep. um, we were tr- gonna try to do it this summer, but things have not worked out very well for us to do it because yeah. her daughter got married. I officiated that. Oh, wedding. that's right. There's a new baby on the way, oh. and. It's just been, we haven't been able to do it. But when we went on road trips, yeah, she would, she'd be like, "Stop, my sides hurt." Those are my favorite <laughs> moments. I was thinking the other day that it had been a couple of weeks since I had been talking to a friend that just you're la- you cannot control it, laughing so hard, tears yeah. streamed down your face, yeah. and then. Maybe just thinking of it was helpful. I'm very much into working on envisioning what I want. And then I went into my boss's office and this random conversation came up. We, I have never, it's been so long and we just lost it. And I told her today, I said, I just want to thank you for that because if I find myself slipping or I'm not feeling well in that moment, I will remember our horrible conversation and it just kills me. I think we all have that and we yeah. need it in yeah. our lives yeah. and we all have people around us if we yeah. i i am a lucky person probably because i build my life on entertainment where i have a lot of those people in my life yeah and that's 
important. It absolutely is. You know is. what I mean? It absolutely is. So what would you say, speaking of toolbox, uh, someone needs to access joy maybe more often than they find that they're able to naturally yeah. do. Yeah. What, do, what do they put in their toolbox to make that happen? Well, it kind of depends on what is the reason you can't see joy. You know, if, if you can't get past, you know, if you're in a depression, it's really hard to find your joy. Oh, yes, it is. You will fake it. Mm-hmm. You will fake it. And you don't do a very good job of it. Sometimes and you fake it you. enough, so you'll you know. find it. I, I do a horrible job of it because <laughs> you're the one person who calls me on my shit all the time. I know. Yeah. <laughs> and says something. Because yeah. you can read my eyes. You full of shit. Yes, exactly. <laughs> what can they keep that it might be helpful? Like we already know it's not a cure-all. No. So what can they cultivate? Probably because maybe they don't have the tool yet. What I do is find the humor in everything. Yeah. Because yeah. there's something funny in everything. Oh, there is. You know? Um, it's kind of like the idea of the glass half full or the glass half empty. Um, even when... And, My glass and, is broken. Yeah. So I, it doesn't work. We'll get you a plastic one. <laughs> yes, exactly. You're not allowed <laughs> to have glass anymore. I told you that, remember? Damn it. Damn it. No more glasses for John. <laughs> no. But... A really good example of that is when somebody dies and somebody is laughing at a funeral or I want people laughing their asses off at my funeral because right? I have done some dumbass shit and I want them all For to confess real. it all. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. I love the idea of celebrations of life mm-hmm. and, and not funerals. But if you, you're, you're laughing in one moment cause you have this great, uh, memory in our society, we make people feel guilty about that. We do. Yes, we do. You know, and there's nothing wrong with that. And this understanding that grief is processed differently for everyone, and it's no one's yeah. business judging that. When my, at my dad's funeral, my mom and I sat right beside her, and we had this agreement with each other that however this happens, however we, we're just in it, and my mom and I guaranteed I know everybody was staring because we were the crazy ones. And it was when we were singing a hymn, we were singing it loud. We were holding hands. We were crying. We were laughing. And in that moment was that realization that this is, listen, this is for us. Exactly. You know, this moment. And if you need to feel something your way, feel it your way. Exactly. You know, there are societies that do, uh, you know, uh, dances that do uh, things that, that they they, uh, I'm trying to think of what the word is, but basically it's chaotic dancing in, yep. in one culture. Yep. And all because it doesn't look this, the wailing wall in Israel, it's literally called that because people are wailing. We all have ways to access and we yes. need to stop telling people yeah. their way is wrong. Exactly. And finding joy sometimes is you mentioned music. I, yeah. When I went to college first time, got a PhD in partying instead of getting yeah. my actual degree. <laughs> Um, I was a music therapy major. Nice. So it is really hard to explain to people how much I have to have music every day. Yeah. Yeah. If I don't, I'm not okay. Right. And that was really hard on the trip because Ben doesn't like my music and Ben's is a little harder (laughs) than I prefer. You know, he likes those double bass footed, hardcore metal. He likes a good Rammstein. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. He has a (laughs) t-shirt. Nice. Nice. And, um, but that's okay. You know, I'll let him. Right. But I need my music to bring my happiness and my joy. But if I've had like a bad day at work, you know, my playlist is from the seventies to the two thousands. And, you know, if, 
Journey's open arms comes up. Nope. Yeah. Not gonna, right? We're not going yeah. to cry today. Yeah. We're going to have happy music today. Exactly. Because music gets your heart beating. I learned this from a, a, a conductor once. Do you know why you tap your foot? I mean, I know I think it's because you're keeping beat, but you are keeping beat. Yeah, but it's because it's your it's raising your heart rate. You're keeping beat, and you know when you're trained that way, because I was trained musicians and singers. That's exactly right. To know what the tempo was. Yeah, but I have to move. Yeah, when I if I'm not driving, I'm walking. Yeah, you know I parked on the other side of the river and walked in. I used to do that in this today. Yeah. In the it, heat. It, it ain't that damn hot. It, Put your bitch. Listen, I feel like because it's going to be 100 this weekend. It's all I'm saying. This is moments of joy and ranting. That's I grew what today up is. where 85 was a heat index of 100. I grew up in Colorado. I get it. I still don't like it. Okay, fine. <laughs> a friend of mine is a real snow buddy. And right. I'm like, I'm bringing the pain this weekend. Right? It's coming. And they're going out of town. So. Oh, of course. Here And the, the other thing is I have two thoughts in my head. First of all, um, it's because it's easier to access and identify when we are in a better space. So Mm -hmm. let's say you're in a better space. Maybe in that moment, intentionally make a list of the things that bring you happiness. A gratitude list. Yeah. Happiness list. Yeah, absolutely. And decide what it is. Music. What is it that that gives you a good... And so you'll have that list you can try. It's the beginning workings to your toolbox, right? Uh, And I think that's... That's very important. And also, if you want, I would say, and this isn't going to work for everybody, but a really easy 101, if you're just, you're not there yet and you need to try, I will just, well, I have to be careful though. I will just watch Dodo videos, which is the pet videos, because they have really funny ones. But they also, if I need to cry because my contact is frozen to my, I will watch them and I'll cry and my contact, I can pull it out without ripping my eyeball. (laughs) But I would say, go to YouTube. Just find videos that make you laugh. Oh, there's one. Throw on there. those into your there's, toolbox. I do that every day. There's one on there. <laughs> oh, animals called, are the best things in the world. No, this is a this is a redneck <laughs> no. who uses a TikTok filter. Oh no! And his name is the the channel is called I think it's Breadstick Ricky and oh, wow. the Boss Man. And wow. he's a guy from Louisiana, I believe, or so, he's down south. He's a construction worker, and he's created these characters. Ricky, who is the weird voice with the big eye, oh, TikTok yeah, yeah, yeah. filter. Oh, yeah. Then oh. he's got an old man named Roscoe. I love this. And they use the old guy. That's my so it's all him. Yes. But I watch that, and I just, I love them. They oh. make me so happy. Can I tell you, what is more, if you want to access creativity, I will do Snapchat photo shoots a lot. And sometimes I will do characters based on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, uh, I know. Yes, I know. and I love those. Uh, <laughs> go check out my gay prince who tells you the truth. Okay, uh, I will do a, that. He's a lot of fun. He a lot of people like him, but I like all those. It because it helps you to access a part of you that absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So what I say is, it's easier to build your toolbox when you are in a good headspace. Absolutely. I know it's not not easy. So if you're in a good headspace, start it because you yeah. know how dark it can get. So just put things, it's not going to go perfect the first time, but you need to start building what isn't going to destroy you. Yeah. We are very good at, as humans uh, taking ourselves apart, oh, destroying without ourselves, without right? Without a doubt. Yeah, I can look. Uh, there's a day I'm like, I feel pretty good. I'll look in the mirror and for whatever reason that day, I can look in the mirror and think, this is, I feel good. And then it could be the same exact, you know, outfit the next day or whatever, Um and it, it'll tear me down. And it's this mentality. So I have to stop. 
I have to meditate because that's what I do. I have to find ways because I know what my tools are. You could even you laugh in meditation. Yes, there's there the fuck there's it a whole fuck it. Yes, yes. <laughs> These and are the, the one I really need. like. My and I'm gonna use her name because yeah. she'll listen to this and she'll yeah. watch this. My friend Shawnee was one of the first people who trained me when I got into doing yeah. dual diagnosis. And she introduced me to inner fucking peace. Oh, that's br- I want that on a t-shirt. And inner it was fucking peace. Yeah, it's a great oh. one. It's a great one. If it's I'm stuck in traffic fun. and trying to get somewhere, I will yeah. tell my my car to pull up the fucking meditation. <laughs> I think it's, it's fun. Find what connects. I, we are naturally <laughs> sassy people. Yes. You and I. So find whatever connects to your personality, but do there's. It's things out there for everyone. Absolutely. Um, and I just think it's important because I know, I know how dark it can get. Yeah. I know how hard. When I lost my niece back in November, yeah. I didn't think I would come out the other side. And I didn't uh, unscathed. And then yeah. I learned how to, and it took a while, but you learn those things. Um, I did want to uh, say, uh, I was reading a study by a doctor who said, you have to be present in the moment. You have to take that moment to stop and go, okay, in this moment, I need to be right here and find the joy in your immediate surroundings. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it is because it's intentionality, which yeah. I believe is the driver for so many things. Yep. You have to you have to train your mind to find it. Yeah. I'm not saying that takes the place of therapy. Not at all. I'm not no, saying not it takes all. the place no. of medication. But no, no, I'm no, saying no, no, no. is there we all have some autonomy yeah. that we can go, okay, in this moment. I used to have what I would call, after my niece died, I would call white knuckle days. And I had a friend who knew, I don't, I can't say anything. I don't know what, you, I don't want to talk about this. I just need someone to know this is a white knuckle day to where every minute was excruciating. Yeah. Um, we need, but I also knew because that person was someone who could remind me, hey, have you done this today? Have you tried this? It brings you back to the moment in time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, it wasn't always easy, but it helped a great deal. Especially with a loss like that. Exactly. Because she wasn't grown. No. She was just No, baby. no, no. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think it's so very important to find those moments yeah. because all of us know life isn't always easy. But why do we have to choose to, to let it be as shitty all the time? It doesn't have to be. Because no. guess what? The no. shitty's gonna still going to be there. When yeah. I uh, have had my joyous laughter, shitty's yeah. still there. Yeah. So if I need it, I'll get it. There it is. <laughs> but let's have more. The first way to get more joy in your life is to get away from the news. Hallelujah. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's true. Like, I like to be aware. Yeah. I do not like to be oversaturated. Yeah. 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 Obviously, we need to know, especially on this show, because there's lots of things that we are out there trying to be loud about. But it doesn't mean I have to, listen, I don't have to read the same story by eight different news sources. No. Got it. Thank you. I understand now. I will look into it deeper when I'm doing an interview or when I need to speak about it. Yeah. But it doesn't have to overtake you. But we are trained in our culture that, yes, it does. And that's bullshit. Exactly. That's why people are so mean to each other. Why people don't understand each other. Or want to. No. And it's the how many of these politicians are using 
you know, everybody's so depressed, they got to find somebody to blame. Right. So let's blame somebody who's right. gay, right. drag queen, yeah. queer, whatever the hell, you know, somebody that's not yeah. normal. Exactly. And let's not talk Does not about walk people the who path are, right next to them. Let's not talk about people who are unable to buy their groceries because it's too freaking expensive to do it thank you um, and that's why though we, they we want gotta, us we gotta put it over they here. want us to get lost over here so we don't look at where they're making good money and we're trying to pay rent yeah exactly they don't want to look exactly. at those things yeah. exactly and that's why the news is not worth if you want to watch the news watch the local news and right. watch it until you get the you weather right yes exactly do you and know what uh, watch some, um, who's the gray haired Fox, uh, on CNN. Anyone? Anyone? I can't think. Uh, I Wolf can see his Blitzer? face. No, no, okay. no. The, uh, uh, Vanderbilt's son. Oh, Aaron Cooper. Anderson, Anderson Cooper. Cooper. That, yeah. All I have to say is if you want to watch the news, watch it with someone you really enjoy. And it kind of gives it a good balance. Watch Anderson Cooper. He's a serious guy. He's fun to look at. Yeah. He's gay. Yeah. So for gay boys, this is great for you. Yeah. Um, and he's got kids. And so I could watch him all day long. <laughs> yeah. So there's a way to get to I'm going to go this. to my favorite lesbian yeah. that I yes. like to watch, which is Rachel Maddow. <gasps> and I love Rachel. I have a crush on Rachel. I love Rachel Maddow. Yeah. Love. In yeah. my, my sitcom that we're, we're working on, uh, there's a line I wrote especially for her in hopes that she will see it <laughs> and hear it and then want to come be on the show. Do you know she's a PhD? Oh, yes. Yeah. She's and a PhD in poli sci. so smart. And she's brilliant. Also, I loved the moment that uh, everyone was coming out about what they dress below the, the mm -hmm. desk. And she was the first to say, I wear my pajamas. I have my suit and pajamas. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I love you. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. But, you know, I'll watch her because she will give it historical context. Right. She has right. a doctorate in political science. Right. But I don't watch her every week. Right. Because... Uh, you know, it's it's just it's not what I'm it's gonna a do. It's a balance, like I we were talking before. I see enough tragedy. Well, and here for my younger people uh, who watch TikTok, does anybody know about the under the desk news lady? <laughs> brilliant, no. absolutely brilliant. Love her with all of my heart. She's East Coast based, but she has gotten such a following, and she gives. She works for a news outlet, but she also does this thing where. She delivers the news that queer people need to hear from under a desk. She's yeah. always with a little microphone. And every Thursday is uh, only good news banana Thursdays. And <laughs> she, I love knowing what to look at from her, but I also love that she wants to balance us because yes. she knows yes. how hard it is. Yeah. So yeah. what I want to ask viewers and my beautiful interns in the room alike, and so please comment on this when this comes out, I want to know what you put in your toolbox. How do you yeah. continue to find joy? Because there's very few people who do not at some point in life experience depression, even if it's not so not uh, clinical, clinical yeah. right? Everybody um, goes through depression. Exactly. So what do you do? What do you do when, when that, those moments are happening? How do you, uh, you know, how do you address it? What's in the toolbox? Uh, a lot of people talk about, you talk about serious things, but you're kind of weird. Thank you. <laughs> now you understand. My, brown, my brand is awkward, and I'm very happy with it. Uh, but because I would rather have all these conversations because to me, I am more than one note. To yes, me, I'm going to talk to you about the things that make me passionate, the things that make me angry, and the thing that make things that make me laugh so hard I can't handle it. Yeah. Earlier in the car, my brother, we do Marco Polo every day. 
and I'm listening to him. It's an, I don't have Bluetooth in my car. I'm listening to him, and he's a little quiet, and I am so angry because I keep turning up the dial on my radio, but my brother is not getting louder. I'm like, okay, I got you, I got you. And it just made me laugh so hard. There is plenty of material in our day yeah. oh, absolutely. To, to laugh. Absolutely. And I think if you need the studies, go find the studies. If you need the science, it exists. Oh, it uh, absolutely does. Just like there's the science of not building your toolbox. Oh, I was yeah. having this oh. conversation with my brother last, or my brother, my son last night. Yeah. I forget how we got on the, um, or no, I told him what the topic was going to oh, be yeah. that you and I were going to yeah. talk about. And he started to talk about the fact that it releases hormones and all that. Yeah. So it is no different than when you have heart problems. The first thing they will tell you to do is reduce your stress. Yes. Because yeah. stress hormones cause damage. Yeah. Cortisol is so damaging. Yes. Yeah. And it's not good for anybody. You know, Those when you're, are... you're in my business, you have to learn how to find joy because if you don't, you will burn out and you will, yeah. you'll hurt somebody. Yeah. You'll when hurt you, somebody. when you in your life, your job is to help mm -hmm. others. It's a beautiful thing and we should all help each other, but it takes a toll if oh, you absolutely. are not. Absolutely. Yeah. It's why, uh, I think of elderly people, it's not just elderly, but who lose a spouse, yeah. that if they allow themselves, the the grief itself can make you have a heart attack. When I lost oh, my friend Tim back in 2016, uh, it was such a shock. He was a young man. And I remember I cried and cried for days. And there was this moment where I was, uh, I had a realization. I was lying in my bed and I was crying and my heart started skipping out of rhythm, mm -hmm. which is an issue that can happen with me sometimes. And I yeah. realized... If I do not find a way to manage this grief, this is it. Yeah. I'm going to. And it's that moment of people. It's real life stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Don't mm -hmm. let our culture teach you that life is black and white because it no. isn't. Yeah. Don't ever be afraid to feel. And if you're, you want to do something that make, brings you joy and everybody else around you is looking at you funny. Yeah. Oh, there was one thing that happened on the trip that was hilarious. <laughs> um, where, where were we? I think we were at, Ben's going to know better and he'll correct yeah. me once he sees this, but <laughs> um, I think we were at, were we at McMinnville? No, I want to say it was the Museum of Flight, but it might have been oh, McMinnville. Oh, nice. That's beautiful there. The whole trip was about his flight yeah. things. So anyway, I had a shirt on that said, beauty knows no gender, beauty knows no color, beauty knows no size. And this guy was giving me a dirty look. And I'm like, what, what the fuck's his problem? Yeah, exactly. And Ben came over and he goes, it's your shirt. And I'm like, let's go fuck. It was the <laughs> Museum of Flight because it was at the uh, Concord and we were going to. Oh, like, nice. Let's yeah. go fuck with him. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, yeah, we'll just be really loud and say things exactly. like. Exactly. You know. And just use the word beautiful really loudly all the time. I'm you're so beautiful. I'm yeah, so beautiful. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah, exactly. people like that, I don't have time for. Yeah, I was gonna say if you are awkward and loud and weird, get a podcast. Oh, there you go. That's or go on one frequently. Yeah, because right. It's, it's Be in entertainment. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> like embrace, embrace. As we say on the show, we're a bunch of queerdos, and uh, I, I use that very proudly. But thank you so much. 
for coming and talking about the importance. Absolutely. We have a lot of fun on this show. When I get a chance get to on. come and be on, I love I to know. do it. So I know pretty soon you'll have your own show and then it'll be harder, but we need to keep you on. Uh, these things are important to talk about. Absolutely. Uh, and I wanted to bring Holly McGinnis on because you can't, don't take my word for it. I am not a licensed counselor. I have a lot of fun things and wise things to say, but you want, you want some uh, people you can trust? Well, the, I, we bring those two. So this is the important. So what I say is my challenge to everybody is, is make a list of what can go in your toolbox for the days that might be a little darker than some, you know, find, I want you to uh, find that person that makes you laugh so hard. You can't handle it yourself. Uh, do something and choose joy. Just one day this week. Just choose joy. It's It sounds easy, and it's not always. No. But you can do it because we have to live in the moment no. and have intention. So that's Absolutely. what – Those are my uh, and challenges And if anybody has ideas about what they want to talk about yeah. on with mental health, send an Yeah, email. very important. I mean – uh, I'm the best person because I experience all the mental health issues. Yeah, I can come <laughs> I anytime. I, you know, you know, I'll I make time it. for you. So see, this is a lot of fun. So thank you guys, everybody for tuning in like you always do. Uh, I know many of you are going to enjoy the show. And so we want to hear from you. So message things, your toolbox in the in the uh, comment section. And uh, let's just find a way to cheer each other on. So until next time. Bye.